Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. And it is Life Planning 101 right here on KTX KWBY. Terry Slavin's with you and Angela Kennedy Robinson in the house. And we're expecting a guest here in a little bit. Yes, that is correct. Always so. enjoy. I, I always enjoy every segment. <laughs> but I always look forward to the uh, when Aaron comes in because he comes in about once a month. That's and, right. Uh, uh, things change from one month to the next. And That's right. We're going to talk yep. about some important stuff. And we, we are. We've, we've got a great topic. And I think um, the reason why uh, this is this is a very important week and a very important time in the market is, you know, there's usually an old saying in the market that you go away in May, um, sell, sell in May and, and come back in sept- at the end of September, be ready for the fall months. And that has not been true this year. You know, we've had an absolute run up in the markets and why is that, you know, what is going on with them? And there's a lot of people I think that have created their own fear because are we hitting an all time high or, or again, and is it too high or the market's going to uh, pull back? Am I, am I ready for that? Can I handle that? Do I need to be in cash? Do I need to be invested? You know, we have this crazy political political environment that we're living in and then we have a crazy man over there in asia that we're dealing with and then we have crazy natural disasters <laughs> yes and we have cra- the, yes the natural disasters that are going on which of course are affecting all kinds of uh, pieces of our economy that you don't even think about like building new houses right now is taboo because lumber prices are through the roof that's exactly right and then you know europe has its own set of problems they're trying to figure out are they going to go through the brexit are they going to pull it back what is that going to do where's our dollar in all of this because anymore i mean you have to remember we are a global environment it's not just about the u.s alone so there's a lot of worry out there and aaron has a saying he likes to use the, the, the market climbs a wall of worry always. And I think that's important to remember. So without further delay, I do want to bring on my brother, Aaron Kennedy, our very own charter financial analyst here in Eastland, Texas. And, you know, this is a gentleman that other advisors over the country come to ask questions to. Um, and we're, we're just blessed to have him in our little town of 4,000 people, right? So we're excited. Ex- we're excited to have him on the show today. And the big question is, are we due for a market correction? I think that's everybody's question, right? So, Aaron, tell us, what do you think? Good morning. Is the market due for a correction? Uh, that's a great question. I, I, I don't know. I don't think anybody <laughs> knows. But, you know, if we go back and look at history, we should have a correction. And, and it's not that big of a deal. We went through a 20% drop, uh, was it last year? You know, how painful was that for everybody? Did it, did it even? Did most people even notice it? Right. Yeah. More so. Well, and, and you think, since... President Trump took office, everyone said, this cannot be sustained. This cannot be sustained. And every month you come in here and we've continued to basically sustain it. Yes, it continues to go up. And and one thing we have to remember is, number one, the market is nothing but a lot of people's opinion on a second-to-second basis throughout the day. You know, it's silly. Am I going to wake up this morning and say, uh, Walmart's going to drop a billion dollars in value today? You know that, yeah. Uh, who knows? And is that realistic? Right. You know, pe- people people have good days, bad days, 
they're you know optimistic pessimistic it doesn't matter and it's it's amazing the things that happen outside of the market that drives the market that's exactly right it's crazy but the most important thing to remember is the market should be priced for what something's going to be worth in the future in the future not today but in the future we're looking at earnings in the future we're looking at growth growth is not what happens today growth is what happens tomorrow or the year after that the year after that that's what the market should be pricing and what's what's going to happen in two years i want a new iphone my kids are going to eat you know, I'm going to fill up my car. That is that is growth. I'm going to have new clothes. That is growth. So realistically, looking in the future, the market should be up. As human beings, we want better things. We want nicer things. We want easier things. Technology is going to make things better in the future. I want to be healthier. Healthcare is going to be better in the future. I want a new car. I want all the new gadgets in the future that's going to get better and the market should price that in so what happens in the very short term whether wall street has a bad day you know does not matter in the future things are going to be better and that's what's being priced into the market so and that's one thing we we have to remember so is the market going to go down in Maybe. the short run, probably. Yeah, you know? yeah right. And, and it's had a good run-up. I mean, it's expected that we need awesome. some volatility, right? Yes. Um, and that's good. I always remember, I love this. Dad used to teach seminars, and he always gave this analogy of the market. And he said, you know, back in the 80s, if you think about how you had to made it, make a trade, you literally had to call your broker, okay, physically pick up the phone and call your broker. That broker then had to put down the phone, call into the exchange, the exchange had to go to the floor, be made on the order, and how, how long is this process, right? Okay, so you take that, and, and so the volatility in the market at that point, and if you actually look at the volatility throughout history, you'll see this. You know, it's kind of like holding a cup of water, and that, say that cup of water is half full, and you have to run with that cup of water to down the hallway. You might, if you are very, very careful, not spill that cup of water, right? Maybe, maybe. But today... You've got the, the market's moving so fast because everything's click, 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 click. Like Aaron said, emotions, right? Emotions. Every second, every second of every day, people can just trade, 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 trade. So you've got like a 50-gallon drum. <laughs> you've got half full of water. How many steps can you take without something running over the side? It's, it's impossible. impossible. It's impossible. Yeah, you can't do it. So the volatility is going to increase and continue to increase to get worse. And I think that's something that we have to keep in our minds is, is what are we really trading? Are we trading emotion? Or are we trading on a company? And, and I, I, you know, I know all the time that we're dealing a, a psychological game when we deal with our clients that are retired, and this is their last bucket of money that they're going to have in their life, and they've got to be able to protect that and make sure that it's there for the future. And you know, sometimes we let our emotions get the best of us, and we try to play the gambling game And it doesn't work that way. It can't work that way. So, you know, uh, one of the things I I thought was interesting, I just got back from um, a summit out in Arizona a few weeks ago, and they had another CFA there. And he said that every economy, 45 economies in total, are all growing for the first time in a decade. That's amazing. Amazing stuff. That's amazing. and, And the volatility goes even to when we're sleeping, because if things happen in the foreign markets... You, you wake up and our market reacts to that. That's right. 
the market that we see that we track with Kramer and all that that has an infinite or or a specific time frame. You know, open in the morning, close in the afternoon. But that's not true. Realistically, we right. can buy futures, we can buy uh, forward contracts on the market 24 hours a day. And foreign markets are open that own U.S. shares that can trade when we're sleeping. So it is a continuous thing. And now we're just not worried about how people are feeling in the U.S., but they're how people around the world are feeling on a second-by-second basis. And it's continuous. Yeah. It's absolutely continuous. And Angela hit on something very good, very big. You know, we, we used to have to wait for quarterly reports quarterly every three months or rely on what the wall street journal tells us one publication now we get information click of a finger every second of the day every second of the day we can pull up information on a company or or what a reporter wants us to think about a company. <laughs> that's right emotions are even worse the right? flow of information is just huge so i guess the question is should you rely on information or wisdom when we come back we're going to talk about how to hedge this market and the inevitable volatility we're going to experience you don't want to miss it. it all continues right here on ktx kwby And life planning 101 continues here on KTX KWI. Market volatility. Market volatility. for adjustment. Yes, that's right. And, um, you know, a lot of people don't know, and Aaron mentioned this in the first segment, that most of the world's major stock markets experienced a correction in 2015, 2016, or both years. And, you know, here we are, we think, oh, we're all the time high, we're all the time high, why does this just keep going up? And that's really not the case. It, it We really have had some pullbacks already. And, you know, you, you look throughout history, and I think a lot of people experienced this in the 90s that, you know, is it going to go up forever? Can it go up forever? Can it go up forever? And it went up for a period of about 15 years. It was amazing. It was huge. It was huge. And we may be well as in that period again and we just be better better be ready for the ride and so you know one of the things that we always think about is is it, with our our businesses like i mentioned you know when we're working with uh families we, we act more as a psychologist <laughs> psychiatrist with their money than anything and aaron always says we've got to get the risk right and what do you mean by that aaron we got to get the risk right it's pretty simple You know, there's a couple of things that I can predict with absolute certainty. I can guarantee that the market will go up and the market will go down. (laughs) I I can promise you that. Thank you, Aaron. (laughs) My words of wisdom. That is words of wisdom, right? You don't need Google for that one. (laughs) The the thing is, the market goes up more than it goes down. But as human beings, it hurts us more when the market goes down. So the way we have to do it is we have to be able to stomach the downs to get the ups. Now, how much is that down? Is it, is it 10%? Is it 20%? Is it 30%? That's what we have to figure out. Because if it's 10%, your upside's less. If it's 20%, it's a little bit more. If it's 30%, sky's the limit you know so so where can we keep you in the game so if we can get that figured out you know we can we can get you good returns going forward but we we cannot 
be in a position where you sell when we're 10% down and then wait till it's up 20% before you get back in because then it's going to go back down 10%. You're going to hurt yourself. It's uh, that it's selling low and buying high over and over again. And that's why people make 2% on average if they're doing it themselves. Versus a market return of double yeah. digits. Yeah. yeah. Right. Doesn't so, make any sense. Let, let's get it right. You know, let's get you in a position that you're comfortable going forward. And get you in a position where you know that the market's going to go up and down. We, we need to educate you that, yes, the market's going to go up, but the market's also going to go down. So let's get you in a, at a point where you can handle both. And if we can get that right, then you can start looking for some positive returns Over going time. forward. Yeah, yeah, right. And I think one thing to remember, too, is, um, you know, a lot of a lot of people assume that the only way you can invest in the market is to be a trader and to buy just single stocks. And if that stock goes belly up, you're, you're, you're screwed. You don't have anything left. Right. And that is just, that's not the truth. Um, you know, we, we always tout ourselves as being the T ball approach to investing. And we really mean that, you know, when we talk about risk with the client, the way that we invest, unless we're all feeding chickens in our backyard and milking our milk cows, and we don't have anything out there anymore. There's nothing, there's no market, there's no buying and selling. It doesn't occur. You know, we don't build portfolios to be able to go to zero, even in our most aggressive portfolios. You know, way we build them is to build for uh, managing volatility. And one of the analogies that we always use is, you know, you've just got to figure out which size roller coaster are you going to be comfortable with, okay? Do you need to get on the kiddie coaster, or can you stand the Texas giant? Or can you stand that crazy thing that hangs you upside down and makes your head go back and forth? I mean, what, what can you stand, right? That's exactly and right. And if you can stand it, the only time that you're going to get hurt is if you jumped off that roller coaster. If you stay on to the very end, guess what? You're safe. You're safe, right? You're safe. That's exactly right. And that's how we invest. That's right. And if we get your risk right, you know, and, and maybe you're a low-risk person and we only make 5%, that's a great return considering doing it yourself at 2 You know, that's making double the money over time. Right. Over double the money. So let's get it right and get you get you a good return, the the, the return that you deserve, you know, for, for your risk. That's exactly right. And I, I love that saying you say all the time, Aaron, is we all deserve the return we get, meaning whatever risk we're willing to take, we deserve a return based on that. It's just not going to happen overnight. And I think as as human beings, we have this need and satisfaction satisfaction for immediate gratification. And something else that we always tell people when we start working with them on the investment side is we say, okay, now we don't know what's going to happen in the market over the next three years. We have no idea. So this may be the best mar- best place in the market over the next three years. It may be the worst place in the market over the next three years. But if we set things up appropriate in accordance with your goals, we're going to overcome whatever happens in the next three years over the long term. But we've got to set you up for that. It's a plan. It's an active plan. And you can't just sit there and just hope and pan and bet with your money, especially when it's your life savings. And I think that's a mistake a lot of people make. So speaking of that, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, there is a lot of bubbles out there that people believe exist right now. And we want to talk about what these bubbles are and are they real and how bad could they affect you? Life Planning 101 continues right here on KTX KWBY. 
final segment already of Life Planning 101. Angela? Yes, good morning. And we're joined here by Aaron Kennedy, our very own Charter Financial Analyst. And we want to know, tweet us at KFS Life Planning, do you fear a market correction? And I mean fear a market correction. In other words, making moves that may cost you money because you're fearful, right? And that's what fear is really, really is. Obviously, we, we can all be concerned, but when fear gets a hold of us, it causes us to make mistakes. And I mean that. It's mistakes. mistakes. There's just no other way to say that, right? So we want to go over some of the things that I think are going on right now um, in the world and what may be concerning people. And first, before we get into really the bubbles, I want to mention, and and Aaron, I'm going to let you run with this, but political moves, obviously... We got a lot of things going on in the political world right now. And, you know, I think it's interesting. Most people don't realize that the 2008 credit crisis that we had that caused that massive downturn in the market was actually legislation that was passed under Bill Clinton's administration that blew that up. So, you know, and I'm not saying that politically. I'm just saying that's the facts. So we don't often realize that things may take 16 years to come to fruition. And so here we are with this crazy president, who most people think. We have a House and a Senate that just can't get anything done or the things that they might get done may swing the pendulum so hard that um, things are working in reverse. So what are your thoughts on this with the market, Aaron? Um, It's pretty easy. Uh, Politics do not change the market. Straight up, politics do not change the market. It affects the way we feel, you know, and it can make us angry, it can make us happy, but it does not change. Legislation does change the market. So if we think about this, if we reduce taxes, we are putting more money in our pocket. Money drives the market. That's good. If we are <laughs> if we have to spend more money on healthcare, that is more money out of my pocket. So that can affect the market. Trump's tweets. <laughs> Come on. That's not going to change a thing. Okay, so myth busted, right? Politics, myth busted. busted. All right, so let's move on. Bitcoin. Everybody's thinking Bitcoin is this huge bubble. It's up, what, 10,000%. And, uh, you know, I I heard this speaker talk about at the the conference that I was at. He says, you know, a, a bubble only affects the market to the extent that it's embedded in our economic system. That's very wise (laughs) so even though we hear all this information it's just noise yes well you know just bitcoin specifically or any any of that technology it is changing the world but it's such a small percentage of the world right now that even if it blows up it's not really going to do anything but if the technology takes hold you know that changes everything that changes our banking system. That changes the way we pay for things. You know, so it could be huge. Ten thousand percent up. Is it worth it? If it changes the world, probably not. Maybe maybe twenty thousand. Maybe sixty thousand. Who knows? But if the technology takes hold, you know, this the sky is the limit, and this is just a blimp. Think of Apple. What if I'd invested in Apple uh, day one? Walmart. Wow. You, you, yeah. you, you think of all these little things that changed the world. You know, so, so is it a bubble? 
man, I don't know. It, it depends on how much it gets implemented in our life. And right now it's very small. Right. Very small. Who has done a transaction with Bitcoin? Right. And, <laughs> and a lot of people are also worried about these internet retailers like Amazon that have gone up crazy amounts of money. And, you know, are comparing this to the dot-com bubble that we had in 2000. So can you address that for just a moment? Because I do think that that is a common thing I hear. Yes. And that is scary. I got, I got a question. And dot-com bubble. Who got on and went to pet.com? <laughs> no how much did that change your life but what about amazon you know how much yeah. does that change your life a lot it has a lot you know, yes I, I can get on the internet and have something here in two days especially in eastland texas and uh you know a specialized business like we have here that you can't buy certain things locally or even right. in abilene or in fort worth or anywhere else but i can have it here in two days right think about this amazon.com is not just buying and selling retail stuff you know they they have the largest library of dna sequencing in the world if you want to do that you go to amazon to get that library so they are so much bigger than what we go to to buy a pair of shoes or a football mouthpiece you know they they are big and they are changing the way we live so and even though they're changing the way we live um you know there's another point to that fact and i thought this was interesting when i we were doing the research on this is that you know tech stocks during the dot-com bust were 40 percent of the market and today internet retailers amazon is six to ten percent so even though it may affect us how still how embedded is it in our everyday lives right at the moment at the moment. At the moment. At the moment. But it is something to watch the, for. That is. And that's the question on the valuation of Amazon. How much how much is it, is it affecting us? How big of it is how big is it in the world? How big is it in our lives? Is it bigger? Should it be worth more? Should it be worth less? How how much are they changing the way we live? So with that in mind, that's where we're going to leave the show for today. We're, you know, we've got a lot of great information. It's hard to hit it. But we want to know. Make sure you tweet us so we know how much to talk about the market right now because I think that's important to us. We want to make sure that our show is valuable for our listeners and it's helping you in your everyday lives. My name is Angela Robinson, Aaron Kennedy, CFA here in Eastland, Texas. Uh, we, we're grateful that we have all the listeners we do. God bless everyone. For joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services Incorporated is an independent of Calton & Associates Incorporated and Smart Money Group LLC.